Spotlight episode number 44. Here today we are sitting with our good friends James Brady and Savannah Stone, the top two. It's great to be with you guys again. Oh, Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much. It's really good to be here. I'm incredibly glad we could finally get a chance to make it happen. Yeah. You guys are out in Cali now. Um, what's life been like? Ladies first. <laughs> it has been completely it's been a completely new adventure I think anything that's new it has its ups and downs of course but um, I'm just I'm happy to to just be experiencing life I love it I love it a hundred percent like we were talking about before we were rolling like you know I, I think part of just life in general like you got to make some of those sometimes it's just small things that cue you into taking a big chance yeah. and sometimes whenever you take that big chance those are the moves that change everything yes. orchestrate your life in a whole other way like and i and sometimes i question this is like is it part of the path that was supposed to be your path all along or did your path change and now you're on yeah. sort of a new path you know what i'm saying like, yeah no i get that i hear that that's mm-hmm. true man but um, because big changes make the difference. Absolutely, dude. It's been a dream to, like... I mean, I really... I wish I could really put a word on it, but, like... I guess the all-around aura from it that I really want everyone to understand is that it's very... life-changing. Um, and I think that term is used a lot, but for me especially, and for us, the top yeah. two... Yeah. Being from the Midwest, it's such a specific dynamic of people. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not as diverse as California, per se. Um, It's it's been a dream and a pleasure and an absolute honor to meet and create these relationships and meet these people that are really starting to, like, open my eyes, at least. And I know, I don't know if I can speak to you. Start to build connections. Yeah, it's, it's, it's... it's uplifting to say the least. Yeah. 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 I mean, you guys have gone out there too and done something. I mean, you went out there with a mission too. So like, <laughs> you haven't been sitting idly, you know. Yes. You, know, you guys have progressed in your not professional career. Yeah, I, sitting idle is not something I would I <laughs> ever say that you guys. You know, that's it, never the way yeah. you strike me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let's get up and do something. These. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty active. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, shit. Thank you so we much. We take that as a compliment. No, <laughs> oh, seriously. yeah. Seriously, no. Um, yeah, I I think you said it best, like, at least at least for me, and I think um, Brady as well, and then us together. I think there's, like, two different, like, three to four different minds going there. You have uh-huh. my mind, his mind, and then our mind together. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I think you said it exactly right. Like, we came, we did you know, come with an idea in mind, whether that was, 
you know, the outcome, whether, you know, you were talking about it changing along the way and stuff like that. Um, we definitely came with a mind, you know, w with an idea in mind, and, and I'm just, I'm so happy and, like you said, grateful to, to see how that is all playing out, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, whenever I was living out there um, with our buddy, Stevens. Shout like, out, Stevens. Yeah, shout Keep out, Stevens. Keep going, bro. Keep pushing. So <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that, I'm sure. Um, I mean, I remember you telling me, you're like, like we were at a show, uh, PCW, Pacific Coast, like, uh, uh, I believe, like, where, like, they bring in a lot of the legends yes. and shit like yes, that. Sir. We were supposed to see yes, Terry Funk in, like, a tag team match. Terry Funk. He didn't even show no, up. I think, God, I think you lost his eye, like, at home or something. We say that because because oh, one, night, one night stand 2006 and a lot of other shows he was always like my eye it was always like it was messed up but he didn't show up God I remember funk, I remember whenever we I took a video of a of the show or just you know Sandman was there and other guys and you're mm -hmm. like in two years I'll be out there you were out there in two years I mean you did exactly what you said you were going to do you both did um, and you fucking seize the moment. You seize the opportunity. The 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 stars align. You guys found each other as well, and like went out there together and and started making a life out there and working fucking hard. I can't put it into words. I really can't. Um, it's. I mean, for me and my background, I've always been known to struggle and to know that like. I haven't just accepted that term as a bad term. Like, struggling is a good thing. In my opinion, there's bad, you know, don't get me wrong. Just like there is good, there is going to be bad. So with the word struggling, as much as that has been an impact on my life, personally, um, struggling has brought the absolute best out of me into ways I really didn't expect to see. And to be able to accept that is one thing, but to be able to do that with somebody that I fell in love with at, shit, how old? 18, 18 17 16, years old. 16 and 17, yeah. I, I can't put into words how heavy it hits on my life and everything that I do every day. Um, I know I'm in the right spot right now on this interview, and I know that I'm in the right spot in your life. I'm grateful for everything that's been afforded to me, um, but struggling, I wouldn't be who I am without struggling. And I want to stress out in the world, it's okay to struggle. Yeah. And just know that the greatest people that have ever graced this planet have struggled the absolute fucking most. So if you're struggling with something going on in your life, you're on the right path. Keep pushing. Thank you for allowing me to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you good. That was good. No, it's, I mean, it's weird because, like, we were talking about kind of uh, earlier before we, before we started rolling. Like, to, I feel like to eclipse to the next level or to, to you know, be elevated, to break the cycle, to, to be in, you know, another zone, another yeah. fucking place. Yeah. There has to be resistance. There has to yeah. be friction. Yeah. Because that's the fucking war. That's the fight you have to fight. And often, it's not even against society, somebody else, or, or elsewhere. It's yourself. Absolutely. Oh, you Absolutely. are trying to get past something that yeah. you cannot overcome. But when you do, you'll have 
you'll have made it to the next level. Yes. You'll have made it to the next thing, and that is that is struggling. That is making it to the next fucking plateau. And you know you're on the right path when you overcome those things. Especially the things that scare the shit out of you. That you're yeah. like, fuck, this is a risk. I don't know yeah. if I should take, but I kind of want to take it because it yeah. just feels right. Right. You got to listen to the signs. You got to listen to, you know, uh, your intuition if you yeah. feel you have a strong intuition. Some people have better judgment than a good intuition. Yeah. Um, I feel yeah. personally like I have a better intuition. And I've learned that as the last few years have really, like, made me grow and understand in ways that I would be hard even go into and I've already explained to several people today uh, just you know actually like messaging with and stuff um, and I'm kind of realizing it at the same time as I'm living it you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah. so you don't want to sound full of shit but it's whenever I feel like there's something I need to say like I have to get it out there because I'm you know what I mean 100% Absolutely. no I think like at least for me personally um, you know I I, uh, I didn't I grew up in the Midwest. I was adopted from Bulgaria. Um, came here when I was three years old, and you know, lived my my whole life in Missouri. And um, we were actually we were talking about this um, before we were rolling. Um, and I have actually I, I've never shared this before with with anybody because um, it's it's a really personal story. But you know, we were talking about how I remember you know being there when I was six years old, trying to figure out like I, I knew I knew I was supposed to be somewhere. I, I and, I, and I like literally to the point of almost depression was trying to figure that out at six years old and so you know I found um, professional wrestling and I I started that journey when I was 16 years old met people like Brady met people like you along the way um and it's and it's crazy because um for those of you guys who don't know me and Brady started here out in the midwest you know um wrestling and then we, we moved to California um and and you know I don't know, I feel like, you know, as a woman in, in professional wrestling, um, you know, it's, it's obviously very hard and difficult, but it's really rewarding, and, you know, I've, we were talking about that journey, and, and I think my journey in the Midwest was always, and I don't know why, it was so crystal clear to me, like I knew, I knew my job was, was to help create a women's division, my, I knew my job was to break the boundaries that's the women before me had left women like mischief women like santina garrett you know yeah. the women before me um god bless all of them seriously um, yeah. and i knew i knew my job was to carry on that legacy and you know when i when i did with the help of some other females um around that time i started looking into other options because i was like okay i started you know i i did that my job, I know my job wasn't to finish that. My job was to start that. Mm -hmm. and, and, and now, now what's that job? What's, what, I, it's, something's calling me something bigger. As cheesy as that sounds. It doesn't sound cheesy. Uh, that, no. <laughs> and um, California ended up being that calling for me. And, and they were talking about, you know, the finding that calling, breaking through. And we made that move, you know, all of that good stuff. And then I found this other struggle. So I, I had broken through. I, had, I, I knew I got to where I was supposed to be. Saw the other side. And I saw that other side, California. And I think then it, then it, and, and, and then and now it's, okay, I'm here. Okay, I'm making a name for myself. Okay, people are starting to realize me there. And people back home are starting to realize I'm there. And what's that mission now? What's that history in California that I can bring out? that was lacking, you know, and finding that and growing that has been 
what my mindset has been that journey that we were talking about. AKA, here we go, boy. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, but personal struggle, like, honestly, for me, like you were saying even too, like, struggling with yourself is the hardest struggles that I ever face, usually. Like, internal battles. But, like, when you do overcome those along the way and you kind of like get to the other side of that one it's the most rewarding you'll feel in your life and two you like you open something up about yourself every time like you learn something new kind of like what where you need to go next from there you know what i mean absolutely there's a saying that um to piggyback off of that that and i i try to live by it every day and I think Savannah does as well. I can say that much. But um, a great wrestler will never stop learning. Yeah. We live by that daily um, within our home and obviously in the ring. But um, as a person as well, wrestling, professional wrestling, and being a normal-ass human <laughs> go hand-in-hand. Hand. Almost as easy to put it in perspective perspective of people who don't watch wrestling you know how music and living life go through almost hand in hand it's that same exact shit but in physical theater form um to put into perspective of what you're saying dude we completely understand and are going through it (laughs) as we speak (laughs) say the least i think that's your 20s I don't think you quit going through it, honestly. I don't know if you ever quit going through it, but I hear the 20s is a hell of a time. (laughs) It's interesting because, like, because you you guys did beat each other so young, like, you happen to be going through a lot of those, I'm sure some similar and different battles, too, but a lot of those battles at the same time, and you always have each other to, like, hold accountable to trying to face the next one, trying Mm -hmm. to keep pushing forward, trying to grow, you know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. similar profession and similar age, too. Like, yeah. yeah. So you... Yeah. I, I can't really put it into words. I mean, to be honest with you, like, I always, I don't mean to sound like an arrogant asshole or a, con- a confident dick. <laughs> you never sounded like that before. But I really want to put into perspective... <laughs> How far ahead I feel like I am on a daily, no matter what I'm going through personally with my family or in life personally, um, I always feel like I'm one step ahead just because I have this other person that knows more than I feel like I know about myself in certain situations and certain days. I have off days, believe it or not. Um, (laughs) But I'm, I'm serious, like... I really can't put into words, and I'm taking a moment right now just to say that I'm personally and professionally couldn't put it into words how gratefully I am for you and your entire family. I love you very much, and I'm very glad you could be here on this important day with me. (laughs) I love you too. Um, I think the journey that we've had um, is absolutely insane (laughs) Um, in the best possible way. Um, sometimes in the most happiest and saddest but best way possible and I think sad can be good at times 
Um, and, and to kind of clarify for that, it's like, like we said earlier, we met each other when we were, you know, 16 and 17 years old. And that's a um, rough effing time for anyone who doesn't understand that. Just in general in life. And then to try to chase your dream and figure out what your dream is at that early of an age as well and Mm -hmm. go after it. Um, and still try to live normal life. (laughs) And meanwhile, hormones are still going crazy. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Come on! Yeah, it's it's all rough. And and I think think, um, something like you were saying, and I think you really elaborated this, and this is probably the best way I've I've heard it put, um, is what you said, is, is sometimes, you know, he didn't know what I was going through. Sometimes I didn't know what he was going through, whether that was personally... Or especially professionally, like I said, being a woman in this business, yeah. but but being a man in this business, people don't talk about that. And I know that's weird from you know a woman speaking on behalf of that. No, but, this is true. But but a man in this business, it's it's, I don't want to say it, but it's effing freaking difficult. You know, I mean, it is. It it's 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 really hard. And the I think the hardest thing is it's not talked about. Mm-hmm. And so I think to to when when he had his things going on in the business that he was struggling with still and, am currently and and i had my things in the business that i was struggling and i think the worst part seeing someone that you love struggle but but someone that you're with and knowing that them, it's gonna make the absolute fucking best out of them you know but but also knowing that at that time they get, they have to go through it and, and you can't you can't help them besides just being there for them. Mm-hmm. And you're too young at the time to really figure out what to say or or how to make it better. But you just gotta you just you just hope that you being there is okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> um, especially like I said, at that young of an age starting out, you know, now we've been through some of this stuff and we're still young, you know, twenty two, oh, yeah. twenty three. But, but now I can sit here and be like, you know, babe, and you can be like, babe, you know. But back then we, didn't, we couldn't do that. We didn't have that, that knowledge yet, so to speak. Um, but that simple hope and loyalty and trust in each other, I think, is what really got us through. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean... Shit, relationships, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it, Elijah. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> relationships. I mean, they're not easy, you know? No, sir. Nothing in life that is great is easy. No, but you learn more about yourself in them yeah. than you would not in them, honestly. Yeah. You learn more with the person, like... They teach you more about yourself than you thought you knew. Like, you yeah. thought you knew everything about yourself. Yeah. And you, till you learn more, you know? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Absolutely. Every window is closed until it gets opened. Yes, sir. Yeah. There's always that door if there's a window. Or that door, yeah. Well, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. It was insane, like, just going back to our conversation earlier, like, just getting deep on, you know, the, the life paths we get set on, like, making one little minor decision, and you never know, like... When something, it battles that you're fighting that you are in the process of attempting to overcome are going to matter to somebody else at the right time in the right place. It can change right. everything for them. Yeah. You know like, that's why, like, you know, and, like, like uh, your words do matter. Like, they matter a lot more oh, than, hell yeah, you know what I mean? Do. Like, they, it matters, you know, like... It matters what kind of energy you're putting out to everybody. Yeah. It really does. It matters, like, how you make people feel because they're going yeah. to remember that. Yeah. It matters, you know, 
like if you approach every day, every moment, like with some tenderness and grace, like just yeah. you know, and and it's and it is fucking hard. I mean, like it's so easy to want to explode at like little things and yeah. just stupid shit going on, and just you know, I was having this conversation with somebody Absolutely. earlier, and I'm like, not to get like, yeah, well, I mean, fuck it. I think about it all the time I'm like at a certain point like after we were talking about like you know what I went through earlier like my accident and stuff like that I think for the first couple of years it did open my eyes uh, to other things and other ways of thinking I hate to um, I hate to interrupt you respectfully I'm interrupting you I want to put in clarification when he says accident um, this man's name is Tim and Tim got in a really bad car accident, actually, in California. What Florida. Part of, Florida. Florida, California. But anyways, really came back from it and was really not supposed to get through it. And like I was speaking about earlier, struggling is made Tim into what he has been and is right now and I just really want to say publicly I'm very proud of you and what you've made of yourself you. and this show um, I love it's you Elijah eternally too. and we all and Elijah together, as well. Mm -hmm. it all came together at the right time like yeah. you know the stars align like I, you know I was kind of I really appreciate your words man you guys support and everything like i we wanted to get you guys on for so long that's oh, what i yeah. asked you i'm like as soon as you know a date just let me know because i knew all these changes are gonna be happening i'm like we'll get you guys in i also will note for the record we talked about earlier uh casting the spotlight three year anniversary june 10th so i mean this is pretty much the anniversary episode and that <laughs> is crazy because three years three year anniversary for your guys' show three years our return Back to the Midwest. Look at that. Wait, that some shit. It's the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's bullshit. He's got 28 hours. He does. 28 hours. The, um, in, I mean, we've come such a you know such a long way like with that and stuff. Uh, what I was gonna say is like I think, I think it, it for a while after like it it opened my eyes to so many different ways of thinking, accepting like new things into my life for better or worse. Um, but also just looking at things in other people's shoes, being more, for sure, more empathetic and more, uh, you know, trying to tap into, like, what's actually what's actually going on. Not just on face value, oh, this is what everybody does. They go work a nine-to-five job, they come home, they do this, they pay the bills. It's like, fuck all that. Like, life is so much deeper and richer than that, like, if you choose to pull that out of it. Yeah. But I think after a while, like, I don't know, I mean... A lot of a lot of people don't even get a second chance, ah. and so I think at a certain point, whenever I started taking that second chance for granted, I don't think life responded well to that, and I had to you know I had to change some things and just think you know re like re put into perspective like what the fuck I was doing like what my aim was like my reason for being here like the gifts that I feel like I have to bring to the world, and uh, you know and it's just like. You gotta, you know, you gotta understand like your role and like why you're where you are at a certain point in time, like the effect you have on people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it's yeah. just like 
you know, th- there's just, the world is so much bigger than we make it sometimes. Sometimes we yeah. micromanage Amen. the small things, and sometimes we, like, lose sight of, like, what's actually important. Yeah. Oh. And that is something, you know, we can't stay stuck in, because it's always good to be growing, evolving. Like, yes, sir. Yes. you stay stagnant, like, you're, that's where the journey, that's where you're going to end up, and that's, yeah. that's what it's going to end with. Yes, sir. You'll live the same year 50 fucking times, and, you know, you won't break any new ground. And, like, what do you want for yourself at the end of the day? Because you you're only going to have less time tomorrow. Yeah. It's like we, we talked about earlier. Literally. I mean, and again, this is, a, this is something I've, I've elaborated before. And I'm sorry, this is going to kind of kind of be deep. But but I, I, I really want to... <laughs> what have we been so Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what every line This is normal life. Exactly. All of us. Okay. This is a normal. As long as we're in agreement to that. Now we're about to get deep. <laughs> if this... If you thought you saw deep before, <laughs> it's about to get deep and fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to be the fun one. What I know. <laughs> what happened? Uh, um, no, but so I I always say in my podcast, and you can you can literally go back and <laughs> watch. Um, I always say, you know, people ask me, "How'd you get in professional wrestling?" I say, "Well, I was 15 years old. Something really bad happened to me, and then and then I started my journey when I was 16, and I never really like elaborate on." What that really bad thing was, um, I when I was fifteen years old, um, I had um, gone through some major, really abusive. Um, I've gone through sexual assault, um, and and lost. I think myself, my body, as if that makes any sense. Um, everything (laughs) as crazy as that sounds and I think you know I know you're still there as a person but you're not um and 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 so um I was searching for anything and everything anything and everything that gave me just some sort of feeling and I know in wrestling we always talk um you know you listen to the greats and they say it's not about the moves it's not about you know whatever it's about the feeling that you can provide people um, you know, just like we talked about music, providing that feeling. And I was, I was, I was searching for anything and everything that would just give me some sense of a feeling of, of, of life. And um, wrestling was I stumbled across wrestling, and I decided then and there to become um, and chase my chase my at least chase my dream to try to become a professional wrestler. So I took my first bump, fell in love with it. You guys, most 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 people know the story of that. When you bump, that means you hit the ring. For anyone who doesn't watch yeah. wrestling, and and so, um, but I think the what what I really want to elaborate on is it's. I chased my my, my dream. I chased I chased that, and I, and I started finding success in that. And I'm like, man, this really 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 bad thing happened to me, and I was never taught how to handle it. And here I am, and I'm chasing my dream. So maybe this really shitty, and sorry for the language, shitty thing happened to me, and and you know this you know this this part of me was taken away that I'll never get back, and it wasn't my choice. And now this is my choice. This is my dream. I'm going after it. Fuck yeah, you know. And I was so proud of myself, and I, and my parents were happy, and they started you know seeing seeing this new this new girl because you know I'd always done volleyball that was my dream and I completely washed my hands free of that and decided to be a professional wrestler and you know maybe it was a different daughter but it, at least it was you know their daughter again you know and you took your life back 
Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and then, and then. Amen. You know, and, but, you know, I think what, what people tend to forget is when you chase your dream, it's really great in the beginning. And then you always hit that, you know, that freaking brick wall or that stone wall or whatever mm. you want to call it. And, you know, and, and in the Midwest, that, that was me for a second. I, I reached, I was about probably 18 years old, 19 years old, and I had hit that freaking brick wall. Mm. And it's straight in the freaking face, and it just felt like, and I don't know if it's real or if this was accurate, but it felt like for me, my truth was, it felt like everything I did was wrong. It didn't matter how good my matches were. It didn't matter how good my promos were. It didn't matter how far I traveled. Everything I did was wrong. And I think, you know, you chase that dream and everything ends up wrong. And you hit that another, you hit that other tool, right? You know, you, you had that struggle, something bad happened, and then you're like, that, that bad thing happened, it led to this. But then you hit that other bad thing, right? And that's we talk about that struggle. And bam, another bad thing happens. And you're questioning, and you're questioning, and you're questioning. But you keep going through it. Like Brady talked about, like you talked, like, you know, like Tim talked about, like, you know, you, you keep going through it and you're wondering why. And then you hit California and that's what I did. I hit California. We hit that hard as And shit. just to elaborate, I didn't hit California because I was going through all these bad things. That's no. what, that's never what no, it was. No, that's not the picture. But I hit California and I was like, wow, it makes sense. These, these things... This perception, at least I felt like like people had everything I did was wrong. I'm going to be that bully. I'm going to be those awful people that have ever done me wrong in life, right? I'm going to be the worst of the worst. The people that have taken the most from me. I'm going to be that. So people understand when I perform, right? When I, Savannah Stone, right? When I perform. When somebody watches at home and says, man, blah, 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 and they look, man, that struggle, that was Savannah Stone. Man, that darkness that I'm feeling, that character is her. Whether, it, whether it's because I'm a bad guy, whether that's because I'm a, I'm a good person, doesn't matter. And that's when I realized good and bad characters don't matter. It's the story like we were talking about. Mm -hmm. It was that message that matters. And so I was supposed to be taken as a good guy, as a bad guy. So I could tell this story here, you know, whether it's in California, now coming back home, telling the story in the Midwest. And it's and it's up to the it's up to people decide if I'm good or bad. But I think that's the biggest thing is when you chase your dream, you're always gonna hit those those brick walls, those stone walls. It's not it's not always gonna be wonderful when you chase your dream. No sir. But you keep going through those struggles and you find those good moments and that's what matters. Sorry, that was long. Oh, <laughs> I just no, had to share. No, you're good. Everybody, <laughs> hey, we're, we're rolling. Everybody's got the floor. Yeah, that was good. And I mean, it speaks volumes about you too. Like, I'm sorry you went through that, you know. But like, that you spun that into like making a dream come true Yeah. when you could have you took that down a whole other path. Like you made, like he said, like you took your life back and you made yeah. more than you could ever thought you even could have with yeah. it, you know? Yeah, and Brady, Brady just told so much there because, I mean, there was nights where I would sit there and we'd come home from the dojo um, and I, just, I would just cry. I would literally just cry, like eyes out. And I was chasing, For and I was chasing my dream 
shouldn't be crying my eyes out, but I was because I still didn't feel whole inside and, you know, Brady's sitting there. For people who don't understand what dojo is, that's where we trained every night for professional wrestling, which is our love and our career. Yes, right. and, and he just sit there and, and Brady, Brady, I think, will never give himself credit for how smart he really is, um, but, but I generally believe this, and maybe, you know, I mean, obviously I'm his fiance, but I generally believe he's one of the smartest people I've ever met. And sitting there at 17 years old, you know, obviously, you know, he hadn't gone through, through, through what I'd gone through um, when I was 15, but to sit there and elaborate and tell me, hey, you know, your life just, just begun, you know, at, at freaking 17 years old. I mean, I just think that that's, and meant it and fully believed it, it gave me hope. Oh yeah, and honestly, I think, and I'll say just for now, like people underestimate how powerful, like compliments are, and how good it feels to receive them from people. Words in general are powerful as shit. Yeah, they are, and like all that, just you never know when somebody needs. Like we were talking about earlier, like whenever somebody needs to hear the right thing at the right time, and it just sparks something in their head, it changes everything for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Because if they're in need of something like that, something uplifting, like yeah. It's that's why it just makes all the all the more sense to you know if you're gonna use social media use it for you know the things you want to use it for like I mean you can share like relationships and all that stuff but like I love advertising like the podcast showing people like what we're up to trying to like inspire and sort of motivate anybody while I'm trying to go through the same thing huh. you know because it could resonate with anybody sharing you know you never messages. you really never know yeah. sharing is caring <laughs> but yeah. Honestly, I feel like that's what social media was initially invented for anyways, was to put out your hobbies, your interests, what you're doing, not all the bullshit, opinionated shit that's really on there now. Like, I feel like it was made as a platform to share what you were doing with the world and reconnect Mm -hmm. people, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. To be able to spread your message across the world, though, and that's kind of sure. what we're starting to use it for, you know. What Absolutely, I mean? awesome yeah. and amazing. And seriously, I would, you know, I know Brady. Brady actually said before I me, mean, tell, tell, tell him what you were talking about before when how you were telling them, you know, how you felt about them starting this. I think. It, oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you guys starting this show. And making something out of it, you know, I mean, you guys have built this for what? How long have you guys been doing this? Almost three years. Three years. years. You guys are really going at this like it has some sort of meaning, some sort of in-depth perception of life. Life. Like, it's just... You guys have really put a lot into this. Yeah. And to to know personally you, Tim, with your accident and everything you've gone through up until now, Elijah as well. You know, you guys have gone through so much and to make this part of human history, I couldn't be any more prouder. I really couldn't, man. And, I, and I'm extremely honored and privileged to be here. Seriously, yeah. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, thank you. And I think to add, not to kiss ass too much, but to... We ain't kissing ass, <laughs> we talking truth! <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> There's to, that energy. <laughs> to, 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 to add to it, guys, seriously, like, 
you know, I don't know in full capacity, but 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 what I can at least assume and think of comes to mind is, you know, the time, the energy, the connections you have to go through, the people you have to meet, the people, you know, you bring people into your home. Yes, sir. That's, that's no small thing, seriously, both of you guys. And, and, and most importantly, at least in my heart and my eyes, I see you give wrestlers, and not just wrestlers, but people a platform to share their message. And then with that, with that, you share that message so then other people can hear that and hopefully gain, you know, grab some sort of attention, some sort of thought process, some sort of, you know, um, honesty lesson, you know, wh- whatever that might be, whatever they grab, or whether it's just an escape or something fun. Like, that's no different than what we do. That's no, no. that's no different at all. And so, no. to, and I hope viewers and everyone listening understands, Shit. you know, I know that's really deep, but like, it really understands no, the, the, the time and energy and what they're really providing because that it's just so inspiring and it's so cool and so thank you thank, yeah, thank you. you thank you guys for coming on yeah. like, man i mean let's go boy um, it's I, i've always enjoyed it and i think like you know sometimes i think as much as like i i talk and i know how to say certain things or try to describe things to people um i'm like sometimes you're going to see my meaning behind it mostly through the art expressed through like the you know through the stuff that's posted through like what's going on like with me and like throughout the journey i want to share that with the people i've met and have helped me grow along the way it brings us guess what and it brings us full circle and it all brings us back together not in not just you know with you guys with with everybody we brought on like you know with evan with elijah's brother with like so many podcasts have just been anticipated on happening and then they've the stars aligned and they yeah, happened man. and yeah. it gave everybody a voice. Like, you know, people are paying attention to us because these people are on people are paying attention to them because they're like, Oh man, they're the next guest. And like, it's just, it gives everybody room to stretch, grow. Yes. And like, you never know who's going to click on that yes. and listen oh, and, and change literally everything. And now literally. once these episodes are up there, like they're on a number of maybe even 10 uh, or so, Different so major, please check like, them out. Oh yeah, and <laughs> to, to to pause you respectfully, yeah, and professionally. Let's talk about what we're talking about, and that is putting it on. Those are the words you used. Putting it on social media. Social media is such a heavy ass thing in human culture. I feel like humans, as in it of itself will never have the correct answer. Um, And, you know, with how big this world is, which is Earth, and how big this Milky Way is, the galaxy itself, um, there's so much shit we don't know as humans. I think, what, 3-4% of the ocean has been discovered. Um, We don't know shit. So quit acting like you got answers. Because you don't. Um, But seriously, I mean, like, I... I can't put into words, and I know Savannah and can as well. Using, using social media the way you guys do in such a, a respectful and honest way is really rewarding to see because there's so much hate. Social yeah. media is heavy. Cyberbullying, all of that. Like Words are heavy. Words mean everything. That's what we base our daily lives on. Communication. Communication, yeah. which in wrestling is huge. Oh, yeah. Can't put it into words how huge it is. <laughs> yeah. Just in like in life, 
communication. Tell the ones you love you love them today. Quit waiting. Quit waiting to chase your dreams. Quit waiting to be honest. All you have is right now. Quit waiting. You're only going to have less time tomorrow. Yeah. You know? I mean, honestly, like, that's that's why it's every moment really matters. And, like, yeah. there's things you have to do, you know, for one reason or another that you might not want to do. We were talking about earlier, just even something stupid like paying rent. <laughs> 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 Don't get me started! <laughs> but, uh, Ooh, it's like, shit. it's, you know... Sometimes you have to do things you might not necessarily want to want to do or take the time out to put the work in, but they're necessary steps in achieving the bigger goal, the bigger the bigger dream, the next mission. And like, you know, you really can't take that for granted because every step is a necessary step. Like, yes. whenever you're really trying to change your life, you yes. know what I mean? Absolutely. And uh, I mean, for better or worse, like everybody's experienced it in different ways. Everybody's had. You know, because I've had my moments where, like, I thought I was so many steps ahead, and then I'm so many steps behind, and then I'm, you know what I mean? Like, yes. and sometimes, like, day-to-day can make you feel like that. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, I thought I was doing better than how this went. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's 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 really hard because I know it's easy to get stuck in the mundane details and the little bullshit things that happen in life. Yes. Because you just want to react to it, but sometimes we don't think about what those reactions can do, you know what I'm saying? No. 100%. And, uh, I mean, things, you know, they get built up can crumble, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just based on, like, you, you've got to be a careful, like, you know, meaning, like, you, you have to be an individual that, like, you know, that's self-aware, that is mindful. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you really have to care about, like, you know, what you're doing. Like I said, we all, we've all got a different role at a, in a different time, in a different place, and, uh, I don't know, I think... I think whenever you do listen to the signs, they guide you and, and you can kind of figure out what your next step is. You know what I mean? No, 100%. Like, something that I've really picked up on along the years. So, like, when I first started, like I said, I started when I was 16 and I was, like, the most, um, it's called being, a, you know, most people know baby face. If, if you guys don't, the good guy in professional in professional wrestling. Um, and I was that for, for so, such a, I feel like, such a long period of my career um, because I mean, I was young and everyone told me like, how can, how can you hate a 16 year old girl? You know, blah, 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 <laughs> all that stuff. Um, and then I, and then I got to be, you know, and I, I started growing up and I got to be around, you know, 19 years old and that character switched for me and, and you know, it took me some time and I think I finally really, I'm starting to figure it out now more than ever. Um, we were talking about all the positives and stuff like that, but I think sometimes you really you know, not to get too negative, but you have to understand the negative. You gotta dive in deep and, and and get it. And sometimes it's okay to be sad. Sometimes it's okay to really dive into those emotions. Sometimes it's okay to feel the hate, to feel the anger, to feel the frustration, to feel all those things. Allow yourself to feel those things because then and only then can you accept that struggle and then get to that high peaks that we were talking about earlier, you know? And so I think like that's something I really based my character on so much is, you know, um, Savannah Stone, the hand of fortune, you know, I've, I've started to, um, the, the changes that I've made have been, you know, painting my hands black and red, you know, blood and, mm-hmm. and you know, the darkness and, and everything like that. Um, I always used to think of my hands as, you know, almost the troublemaker, so to speak, because it didn't matter what my mind was, it didn't matter where my heart was, felt like the action, you know, hands are actions, right? Like that's, that's the action that you 
you take in life and we always say at the end of the day actions actions speak louder than words you know and I always felt like no matter what I what I you know action wise did it, it never went off the way that at least that I wanted to in my mind or in my heart um, how it was perceived and so you know but I accepted that I think I accepted that role of being the bad guy and, and I love it now I love it now you know um, but I accepted that role of being a bad guy in professional wrestling and I think the reason why is, and I realized how important this is personally and both professionally, and that's because the darker and the more the more angry, the more whatever, the more real I can be in 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 performing as a bad guy, the better struggle that baby face, that good guy goes through. And the deeper the story, the deeper that feeling, that audience can go through and feel and I think that's what it's all about you got to provide real accurate stories mm -hmm. you know otherwise it's fake and people hate that and I think that's the biggest struggle with we that. hate fake people and we hate and we fake. hate fake wrestling bullshit <laughs> <laughs> but absolutely I can't I can't you know it, it being as your partner being as someone that you're in a relationship with um, and also, obviously, being somebody that you are a tag team partner with. We are the top two. Um, hearing all of that, I can't put it into words how proud I am of you. I love you to death. Um, but to change topic, we are in St. Louis, Missouri right now. <laughs> We're dead in the heart of the city. I'm going to be honest, guys, I want Emo's Pizza, and I want Toasted Raviolis, because we don't have those in California, baby! Yeah, no, we don't! Dude, that's something that Tyler says every time he comes back, too. He's got to get Emo's. Dude, like, Emo's is Louis the shit! So it's a big St. Louis staple with a lot of fucking good food. Man. Especially if you're from around here, and if you're not, and you're ever in St. Louis... Just try it out. Dude, you gotta <laughs> check out Emo's if you're in St. Louis. You've never been to St. Louis. Even if you've been to St. Louis. If you haven't tried Emo's. <laughs> they gotta sponsor me now or something. Damn, that was a damn of a... That was a shit-ass of Build a Build Emo's up. Call them on, Dude, man! Person you put them on your trunks? Put Emo's pizza on there? <laughs> Hey, we gotta get some toasted raviolis though, man. I'm I'm really wanting to get the vibe, dude. <laughs> yeah, we can go oh. over some in a minute. Yeah, we're getting close to that mark. Yeah. Yeah, we'll take a break here in a little bit and we can order some emos. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. Actually, good I think there's back. like a few. Believe it or not, um St. Louis holds a lot of value to me. Um, I just came back last night and I wrestled against Benjamin Trust at Pro Wrestling Epic over in Alton, Illinois. Um, and I wrestled inside this very historic building in, in St. Louis. And it's called Spalding Hall. Yeah. I know you might not understand this to the fullest concept because you guys aren't pro wrestlers, you know, but you guys do have this podcast and you understand a lot more than the typical person. I was never, ever supposed to compete professionally 
inside that building. That's true. And last night I was the main event with two titles on the line. In his three-year comeback. Return. Keep in mind that today is Monday. Sunday I got to go to a family reunion. I haven't seen some of these parts of my family that I've seen in seven, eight, shit, 13 years, man. I've seen these people grow up from the ground up figuratively and literally. Mm -hmm. This trip for me has met, meant more than like I can put into words into expectation. Like I can't really say what my life is. I can't really put into words how I feel. But this weekend in St. Louis, Missouri itself will forever be my home. And I am internally grateful for every single civilian, for every single family member, for every single friend as of you and Tim and Elijah are to me. St. Louis holds a very, very, very special place in my heart. Me too. And forever will. Yeah. No matter yeah, where I go, no matter where I go, no matter what I do, I mean, it'll always be like, you know, where I was born, where I, you know, where I grew up, like where, yeah. you know, in a lot of, uh, a lot of ways, like just pieces of my life, pieces of my heart are like here, no matter what. You carry that with you too. Yeah. Where, like wherever you go, like. Your hometown, you carry parts of that with you. You always yeah. think about certain things from your hometown. You 100%. miss certain things. I, yeah. You know, it goes, it kind of it goes with what we were talking about earlier. Like, no matter where you go, no matter where you end up, like, you can carry those pieces with you. And you yeah. can you can literally spread your message, like, across, you know, to any any place you want to impact, any place you, you need to. Like, whenever you, you know, whenever you're a good communicator, whenever you're, like, whenever you're trying to... Uh, put a positive message out there like yeah. people are going to respond if you're genuine if you're real you know if yeah. your if your intentions are good yes um and you know i just like i like i keep saying like it just i i mean i, th I think it definitely matters because you know you can influence anybody at any time yes, like, yes you really, sir. You really never know like we without had, knowing yeah we've had such a crazy deep discussion even since you guys have came over about everything. <laughs> <laughs> that, like it just shit you know it, i mean you know maybe this starts a whole other chain of events you know what i mean like just yeah. you know you never know um but i've been thinking about that a lot and like it just at times, even though, like, it's it's easy to get bitter about, like, the little things, you also have to be, I think, grateful for most every part of your journey because it helps shape you into who and what you are. Um, and, you know, without it, you wouldn't be who you are today. And if you are in the mildest proud of who you are today, then that journey is worth taking. Yes. Yes, sir. 100%. Yeah. I mean... And it's not over. Like, you keep fucking going. You keep growing. Like, there's always more steps to take. And, like, the moment you tell yourself that's it, no, it's over. It's This is the destination. It's like you're going to, you're you know, I'm not saying things will go badly, like, right away. But, like, you're going to be stagnant. You're going to see other people doing these things. And you're like, oh, man, what the fuck am I doing? I need to do. Not that you have to hold yourself accountable to what everybody else is doing. Because everybody's journey is vastly different. Yes. yes, sir. Even if it comes together and then comes back apart and comes back together. You know what I mean? It's life, man. You never know how it's going to go. 
Um, but like you know, like we were talking about earlier, like developing, you know, putting the putting the podcast together, establishing it three years ago and stuff. Yeah. Like it's like there are certain gifts like that I know I think I was supposed to bring. I think like one of which is like bringing people together, bringing yeah. people back together. Because yeah. like again and again and again, I'm like, man, I'm like, I feel like not even whatsoever to toot my own horn, but I'm like, if I hadn't been a piece here, I'm like, I don't know if this person would have ever met yeah. this person or this would have happened or, you know, and not just me. I mean, everybody just played their role. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But uh, sure. it, just little decisions that you make, um, they matter. Absolutely. Fucking Ooh. vastly. And you really, it's really hard to see whenever you're in that place, but years later, you can kind of pick that up. 100%. Um. Anyway. Um, no, I think that's something that was like when I had my return. Obviously, the same night as Brady, um, the pro wrestling epic. To mind you, um, it was literally when I mean next door, I mean the next building over was my high school. Yeah, <laughs> um, dude, that's crazy. Jeez. And so I I performed there, and it was sold out, as Brady said. And I think, like, the official draw was, like, 270-something. Yeah, yeah. Like, people that actually showed up. Didn't just pay for a ticket, but physically showed up. But to um, to return back with the knowledge that I have now, and again, even at the time of being in the Midwest, never fully understanding, but always, at least always trying to go forward, but to return back with the knowledge I have now was so rewarding. Um, and I realized that my journey with the Midwest was, you know, is, is not over in Missouri is not over. Um, and, and not to think that I didn't think it was like, I really didn't, but I, I, I it was, what, what can I do? Like, I, I don't know what to do. It was that unknown. I don't know what to do. And so to return back, and to be able to wrestle Maddie Exodus, um, which is who I got to wrestle. Yesterday um, night. Yes. <laughs> um, and oh, no, that was Saturday night. Saturday night, yeah, yes. Saturday night. And Today's Monday night. <laughs> Dude, to, like, I'm being honest, the older I get, all my days seem to combine together. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. time oh, yeah. just flies by. Oh, so, yeah. like, I'm still in Saturday, to be more honest more with more. you. Like, and if you don't have a like a routine schedule and shit, it can you can get real mixed well, up. We're traveling too, and we're in the middle oh, of moving. Yeah. yeah. So and like, you're living two hours behind this. Dude, yeah, yeah. For those that don't understand, which you should understand, <laughs> there is called a Pacific time and a what Central time. Central time. Yeah. yeah. Right. So uh, in California, Pacific Mountains, Central East, two hours earlier. They're, in California, they're two hours ahead right now. So, I mean, whatever time it is right now, yes. 6.43, it's 8.43 right now in California. If you don't understand. <laughs> they're two hours behind. Yeah. In St. Louis, they're two hours behind. That's all I need no, to say. No, in California, they're two hours behind. <laughs> no, we're two hours ahead. No, 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 Eastern time. Eastern time. Yeah, Eastern. Eastern, it's fucking 7 I'm still trying to understand this. See, time flies by when you get older. Just know that. Just know that. No, it that, does. That's the message. That's yeah. the message. <laughs> it's the facts, fuck the facts. <laughs> <laughs> if 
through your 20s, you basically still feel like 19 was last year, no matter what age in your 20s you are. Oh, shit. No, <laughs> the first is, and you like said a version of Pacific and Specific. <laughs> it's Pacific time. <laughs> and then you got, what? <laughs> no, uh, that was something like I always, whenever I was communicating with people, uh, maybe from Florida or California, I'd be like, hey, no, I'm like, it's an hour later here. So I'm like, if you can call me at this time, call me a little earlier. Cause I'm like, I got to get to bed by this time. People don't always remember. Like, I think it's at a certain point, like history or whatever the fuck. We all learned it and shit. But then, you know, whenever you're actually just communicating with somebody, you don't really think about what time they're basing all their stuff off of. You know what I mean? Then you're like, the fuck are they not, you know, I thought they were awake. They posted this two hours ago. It's like, well, they're fucking three hours behind Mm -hmm. or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of wild, but... Well, like you guys said, you're fucking flying back out of the Southwest. I'm let that's the that's the best uh, it's the best one, especially here. Oh I'll tell you that at Lambert, they got their own terminal. The Everybody terminal. else is in one terminal. Southwest has their own terminal. You fly right through. That Literally, thing. the fucking easiest to like request and cancel and like rebook another flight if you have to. There's two bags included, a carry-on. Like, they yeah. have the best shit. And they're not going to pull this this uh, Frontier or fucking Spirit or somebody. <laughs> oh, where they're not going to include a seat. It's like, you have to sit somewhere. So what the fuck? Oh, 20 bucks for a seat. And then it's like another few, you know, yeah. 30 bucks or whatever for a carry-on. And it's like, these people are running this place like garbage. You know what I mean? Like, some of the... <laughs> We're a legion. Don't ever like, fucking fly. Don't ever... They'll tell you that you're about Never. to get on the plane, and then you'll be standing up for 50 minutes, and then they'll say it's going to be another hour and a half till your plane digs up. <laughs> Why the fuck? <laughs> Would we have gotten up in the first place if you were just going to yank the rug out from under us and not take off for another fucking two the hours? The same thing happened to me <laughs> on Allegiant an entire different time. That's the Whenever my fight. accident was going on. Yeah. We were flying down to Florida right after his accident. To go see him in the hospital. No. And fucking, we're on the runway, and they get off the runway and pull back in, and they're like, everybody's got to on board, there's a problem with the plane. It's like, we were on the runway, everybody was already boarded. You gotta check this shit before you put everybody on the plane? What a dishonor. No, these people, they're fucking preposterous, man. (laughs) (laughs) Great vocab, by the way. Thank that you. perplexes me. And yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Who is that guy's name? <laughs> it was uh, in fucking uh, training. Bailey. It was Bailey. <laughs> He's like, and you, I don't know what the hell the first shit said. No, He's just like, no. it perplexes me that everybody was like, whoa. <laughs> hey, man, words mean everything. Like we were just talking about a couple minutes ago. Words mean everything, that, you know, being that diverse, you know. Shout out to Bailey. Um, but <laughs> I shit, what was that, three, four years ago? <laughs> if that, if that. So, you know, as an average human, right, we go through things that are very heavy in life and take a toll on us. Your words mean everything. Bailey said this word that is called perplex. It's a very heavy <laughs> word and can mean is. a lot. Is. 
<laughs> a very heavy word. I was saying it in that context because yeah, he used it. Come on, man. <laughs> but, uh, you know, words mean everything, man. So just know that and be nice to everybody. Oh, yeah. They can carry a lot of weight. Like, your actions, your actions matter, but your words kind of... Uh, you know, kind of build your foundation. They plant the seeds for what's, you know, for yeah. what's to come. But the yeah. important actions you're going to have to take in life in general. Yeah. Um, I think it's right about time to take our old break so we can fucking order our emos. Where we <laughs> 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 right, but, uh, Wait, did we talk about how to Oh, no, no, we're not. Oh, yeah, I already covered that. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I swear um, to God, that not... was the biggest thing that pissed me oh, off. Oh, we're getting toasted rabs. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're not... We're not in the remotest done, but uh, when we enter back, we'll enter back with our segment, the uh, the illustrious good, the bad, and the shit. So yeah. yeah. you guys do. Oh, and uh, that'll get us some good old conversation. Yes, sir. But uh, anyways, everybody stay tuned. It's been a hell of a fucking journey so far. It's not about we'll the destination, but the journey. The top hey! Let's fucking keep rolling. We'll be right back. introduce our illustrious memorable segment the good the bad and the shits with uh, savannah and brady over here and uh if you have never listened before and you're curious about the segment we uh we usually rate topics in uh in a fashion like whether we think they're overrated underrated or fair uh whether that's from our perception or like what our perception of society's perception <laughs> it is um so Basically, we're just going to rate some topics. Anything and everything is fucking thrown on the table. It can be whatever you want it to be. Right. So let's just start off hot. What do you got? You want me to go first? You can go. <laughs> All right. I don't know if you guys saw uh, the pec injury Cody Rhodes wrestled with last night at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, yes. dude. But that looks fucking rough. Uh, my topic is pretty much that. I mean, you guys are wrestlers, so it kind of pertains more to you, but just... Also, it can be put into everyday life work as well. But, like, what's your perception on working through injuries? You think it's overrated or you think it's underrated? What do you have to say? Completely underrated. I agree. I can't put into, like, I'm not going to throw names out respectfully. (laughs) But, like, being a professional wrestler, just like being a human, like, throughout age, your body wears. No matter what you do, you could be sitting on like a chair at a desk compared to being right right being compared to being in a professional wrestling ring killing yourself for what 15 20 minutes at a time like if that it's huge bro yeah Yeah. no i think i think just to to furthermore elaborate like the, the concept it's unlike any other sport 
Oh, yeah. I know we consider very underrated. I know we consider wrestling like a very <coughs> entertainment sport kind of BS, and I call that BS for this perfect example because you know in the MLB and you know the NBA, like, in all those kind of other sports, you you get an injury, you're out. They make you take time no. out. In wrestling, it's not like that. It's call it very culty, call it freaking. I don't know, like suicidal, <laughs> call it crazy, call it whatever you I want. I call it passion. Call it passion. Passion. Um, desire. You wrestle with injuries that that you don't take time off for, that any normal athlete would. Yeah. And you perform, and you still have to grab those fans just as hard. From the love of the game. Hey, what we were talking about earlier was about fucking people are going to remember how you make them feel. Yes. And Absolutely. that is your job to go out there like anything, whether they hate you, whether they love you, they're cheering you, they're booing you. If you're making them feel something, if you believe what you're doing, you did your job. No yeah. matter what response that elicits. Exactly. You know what I mean? And exactly. that is what matters. That's that's literally what draws. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I... Damn. I, I mean, I guess it depends on the severity of the injury. If you're like your life's in danger or something stupid, you probably shouldn't uh, be out there. Or yeah. if like some some part of you is a liability, and right, yeah. then in you know then your your opponent is in right, danger. Right, right. Like if you have like yeah. a, you know. But I don't. I know that's not what you're talking about. Right. I mean, you're talking no, no. about. We're talking like, about a torn pec that Cody Rhodes had. I mean, last whoa. night and he went inside hell of a in a cell. Dude, I saw him come off the ropes and get a Cody cutter, and he like you could see the legitimate the fucking pain on his face. He was like. Uh, like Jesus, and yeah. that shit so was discolored. Like, took off that jacket, and Ooh. just the reaction from everybody was just like, Ooh. "Oh my, what is he doing in there?" Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, he, you know, like props to him for performing. It was Absolutely. so close. It was so close to showtime and everything else. It's just like, well, fuck, this is the hell in a cell match for the night. Not just that; it's the main event. What are you gonna do? You know what I mean? Are you yeah. gonna Are you gonna pull out? Or are you gonna get everything you got and you know fulfill the day's deed? accomplished what you set out to do and that was this you know that was this thing that was the fucking match they were supposed to have so it's like he made it happen i mean props to him 100 percent for that yeah i mean you say hell i mean i can like you and i know i know it's like it's not a neck injury it's not like what we were talking about but dude the pain the, the freaking pain of lifting people of climb it's just when they say hell in a cell there that that was no gimmick like, no. <laughs> it was no, no. gimmick what he was uh, uh, I guarantee you what he uh, was going uh, through uh, there was no gimmick there you know no crazy <clears throat> shout out to Cody Rhodes very respectable performance and he came out on top yeah he's he'll take some time now. Yeah, I would it say is, in that context, it, it is underrated. I think like whenever some people come, you come in a liability to your team, like uh, transitioning into like the NFL and like somebody like Baker Mayfield who's claiming that he's so hurt, but oh well, I'm not doing this well because I'm so hurt. But it's like okay, it sounds a lot like you shouldn't be out there if it's that fucking big of a deal. Am dude, I wrong? The NFL? Am I wrong? A decade ago, dude. <laughs> a decade ago. Those guys would break their ribs and they would just tape <laughs> that shit up with ace wrap and play yep. the next week. Let's like, go! Yeah. <laughs> it probably wasn't the way it should have went because yeah. those guys are fucked up now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. but yeah. that is what they used to do, you know? And yeah. now there's the regulations and it's like if you got turf toe, you're fucking out two weeks. Like, yeah. they used to bring in, like, Dennis Rodman, <laughs> Carl Malone, and WCW and shit. 
and fucking they just wrestle matches and go play a game. Like they didn't give a fuck. It was like fuck it. We'll just trade you to over here, and you know you can you can work and make some money wrestling for a minute. Just yeah, that shit does not happen. No, all of that shit was not like contractually figured out even at the time. It was just like, hey, you want to appear over here? All right, let's have a match. Took some months. It was yeah. Dennis Rodman and Carl Malone. We're in the wrestling ring, wrestling matches during the NBA playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and the NFL contracts now, they, like, have stipulations of guys' contracts where they can't even, like, buy motorcycles. What? Because it's too dangerous and they could fuck them up and they're, like, got too much money on this guy. So That's they're, like, insane. Like, just to put in the, like, perspective, we were talking about the word struggle earlier. Like, as silly as it sounds... People struggle to buy a motorcycle. <laughs> and also, people struggle with these personal difficulties in their life that prevent them from living this concept of what a normal life is. Struggle is what makes us into who we are. And I feel like personally and professionally, it makes us into who we are, but a little bit greater than normal, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You come out a little stronger after each struggle. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much, like, wealth you have or what background you come from or, like, obviously, you know, it's saying, like, the poor obviously struggle harder, but that doesn't mean that if you're raised up with a wealthy family and you have a lot handed to you that you don't also find ways to struggle and you're not miserable in your own ways, you know? Yeah. Well, a lot of people made themselves into something like a millionaire a billionaire from absolutely nothing nobody believed in their vision and like you know they fucking took advantage of the situation they had an idea that spiraled into completely something else and they you know their name is going to be remembered it's just like it matters it matters how you make people feel it matters like what you know what i mean like what you actually do like yeah um i will say i'll we carry on i'll throw something a little a little less, uh, yeah. Um, this is a throwback, actually. <laughs> you Lord remember have mercy on this man. <laughs> you remember Stone Cold E.T.? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Savannah looks confused. All right. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Yeah, we should. leave. <laughs> <laughs> She's never seen this video. Oh no. man, I was thinking this would be an interesting one just because oh, I thought it was the funniest, no. one of the goofiest videos I've ever seen. You fucking laughed at every single moment. <laughs> That's like old YouTube. It is oh, classic man. YouTube from like nine years ago or something. We're yeah, talking about longer than that even. What? Tell so this guy put on concept. this guy put on a stone like a like an this ET guy mask. is me for anybody who, does, who doesn't understand this guy is me I put on an ET I was in Walmart I well, found no. this <laughs> go ahead and tell the story well no no like the the video the, like the initial video started with this guy putting on an ET mask going through like the drive through a White Castle. And he's, and he's talking in a stone-cold, like, Texas accent. He's like, I just want to order three cheeseburgers with a little bit of onion and a little meat on it. You know how stone-cold E.T.T. loves whooping ass. He just keeps going on and on. And they're like, they're like, I can't take your mask off without, uh, you know, if you're going to make this order. And he's just like, just rambling on. He's like, that's why he does this. That's why he whooping Vince McMahon's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and 
This dude just goes on and on and like they're like, alright, have a good day. He's like, hell yeah! <laughs> Rolls up the window. Most absurd character. This guy, I guess he was actually wrestling like some independent shows and shit like that. Because I saw all these extra videos posted where the same guy was acting like other characters and shit. But he would actually show up to these indie shows and stuff. Put on a oh mask and like wrestle out there and shit like that. I'm oh like, Stone Cold E.T.? Yeah, like he would just come out and he'd have a vest on and have this fucking... I was like, this has gone way too far. I was like, that's not a gimmick, man. You just took two gimmicks and put them together as your gimmick. <laughs> I thought it was some of the funniest shit I ever saw, though. We're going to have to watch it. Uh, yeah. They made sure. other ones. Like, was it the same guy that made the one where it, he acted like Triple H after Brock Lesnar broke his arm? Oh, he, yeah. Like, went oh, the Walgreens. Paul Barry, like, go there with a fucking urn and shit hey, like hey, that. Hey, seriously, tell me the story about when we went to Walmart when I found an E.T. mask and I was wearing a Stone Cold Steve Austin t-shirt. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure you had my, like, kick pads on, I too. did. You were fucking <laughs> looked like a goof. <laughs> <laughs> and you found like the E.T. movie we took that fucking famous picture we'll have to post that one up uh, one of these times too fucking um the Jesus Cosplay. Christ oh, Stone Cold E.T. good times man oh, what yeah. was your topic do you have a topic that was, that was Stone, Stone Cold E.T. Stone Cold E.T. in general to judge I mean I'd say it's definitely underrated because I feel like I most think, people don't I think it got know. over that's what I think <laughs> at least with us with the wrestling community, I feel like it probably did. Um, but yeah, that like, I always thought that was just hilarious. I mean, Stone Cold's like one of my all time favorite wrestlers. Like, I mean, I'm sure he insp- like inspired you guys and of stuff course. like that. Me and you have talked about it like a million times and shit like that. The pops like that I heard for him in like the late '90s. I've I've never heard since, and I never heard before that as fucking absurdly loud as they were. I mean, and that was wrestling at the time. You know what I mean too. Um, it hasn't, I wouldn't say it's like, it's, you know, changed necessarily in like any sort of bad way either, but it's just like everything is caught, like sometimes things aren't caught like live, so like naturally like ratings for like TV and everything like went down, but now there's more ways to access and watch wrestling than ever fucking before. You know what I'm saying? You can like tune into almost any event like on uh, independent wrestling TV and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. And uh, it's really cool, but you know, I mean, there's there's no doubt about it that I would not be who I am without pro wrestling. There is not a single Absolutely. doubt about it. I wouldn't be even remotest like to who I am. Because, I mean, think about everything it encompasses. You know, it, it can be funny. It's it's action. It's entertainment. It's fucking... It's sport. Like, you know what I mean? There's so many aspects. There's absolutely nothing out there like it. Yeah. In 100%. my opinion. 100%. I agree. There, there's... It will always hold a special place in my heart because... It's always been there, like literally every yeah. moment, and I and I can't think of a moment that it wasn't. Yeah, and uh, that's helped shape me into who I am as well. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's no doubt about it. Absolutely. Um, and all of us in that room are that way. We wouldn't be sitting here without it. You right. It's one of the things that brought us that's all together. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it is, isn't it? One wow. thing, one mutual interest. What I was talking about earlier, and it spirals into something completely the fuck else. And here we are sitting on a podcast, like. And it also introduced me to most of my friends. Yeah. In a weird way. Like, I feel like the friend group that I formed in, like, middle school and grew up with and got really close to, it all started because 
I saw them wearing a wrestling shirt or something, or yeah. I saw them looking at the wrestling DVDs at Walmart. It was like, hey, you know, and sparked up a conversation. That's all it takes. <laughs> That's all it takes sometimes. Um, do you guys have any topics you want to throw on the table real quick? We'll just switch over to you real quick. Yeah. No, I want to elaborate on, on what y'all just said. Okay. Like, I agree a hundred percent on that. Like, I think obviously I've kind of already explained how wrestling, you know, made me into, into who I am today, but I think it's, um, man, I've struggled to find the words. It's, it's like, I think the fact that you have such a powerful, like you said, such a powerful platform of, of options that you can choose from, choose from is both important, but also, um, stressful. And what I mean by that is, you know, wrestlers today, you have these high expectations of performers. Like we just talked about all these performers that, that, that freaking were just life changing. And I know we talked about how, yeah, they were life changing. Totally. And they were real. And and now because we have so many more platforms, you have to make sure that you're producing that same kind of quality. And that's what we talked about. If it's good, if it's bad. I think it's a little bit of both in my opinion. I think it's great that we have okay, that many okay. that many platforms that can reach out to so many people and wrestling I think is viewed at a higher level than it ever was. But I think totally. with I think with that you have to make sure that it's more real than it's ever been. And you yeah. gotta produce that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's yeah. where that that toss up, in my opinion, as as a worker in today's world, I watch them in this stuff, and I'm like, well, you know. And I think we all have as fans, and or you know, where it's like, oh gosh, you know. And I think there's, but then I think that there's this other side where it's like, God, you know, like we just talked about Cody, where mm-hmm. you find that realness again, like literally the freaking Shoot. realness of it all. And so, um, I urge any worker out there, or anyone that's in, you know. Or, like, just even, like, what you guys are doing and how you're bringing that realness out. Like, if you have that platform, if you have that, make sure it's freaking real. And what I mean by real is that the audience can feel something from it, you know? And so, yeah, that, that that's what I got from that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it, it definitely it definitely matters. Um, I think, I feel like the wrestling, like, back in, like, the 80s and 90s, like, it obviously, like, now it's more insane than it's ever been like in ring athletic wise like the things Mm -hmm. people are doing are absurd now but like back in the 80s and 90s it almost seemed like a lot of times not obviously always but like the characters in the 80s and 90s were so it was so character driven because that was like what most of it was. They built the story through that. Larger than life. Theatricality. I mean, it was like, man. Which I mean, there's still some great characters now, but those iconic characters in the eighties and nineties, it like built what it is today. (laughs) It had to, it had to morph. It had to evolve with the times and like sooner or later, I mean, especially with the ascension of social media, it was going to, be thrown out into the, the you know into the blue into the cold like now everybody yeah. that knows what's going on like knows about it but don't get me wrong i mean there's still people that'll never understand it that are that are you know gonna say one thing because they take it for face value but they don't think about the fucking yeah. work yeah that it takes to you know the bumps the 
you know, the amount of strain and stress on your body, like to say the least. 25 it's mile like, car accident every time you take a bump. And that's not from the top rope. That's just from a normal bump standing in that ring. Yeah. Everybody's got. People don't believe that, but it's true. Oh, the total Everybody's got a certain amount body. of bumps in yeah. it. Bump cart. Yeah. Yep. That's it's not easy. What was your topic? My topic? <laughs> your topic. James Brady's topic. Uh-oh. It's more of within a question, more than it is a topic, but I guess you could put it in topic form. My question is quite simple. Will America ever be the same? And when I say the same, I mean what it was back when you were a kid. Whenever you were a kid, the viewer, right now, whenever you were a kid, was life different back then to what it is now, to where how old you are? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it the absolute shits? (laughs) (laughs) Elijah, I'm going to start with you. I mean, from whenever I was a kid, it's definitely changed. I think both for the better and for the worse. Like, I feel like okay, people from all different backgrounds, like, regardless of gender, race, anything, I feel like now, more than ever, are getting more opportunity, you know? I feel like that's definitely a positive, but I also feel like everyone is like almost more divided than ever before over mm-hmm. like opinions and and it's it's more like hate driven like i feel yeah. like people used to be able to kind of like you could be on this side or you could be on that side and you could kind of talk about it or you could be friends with whoever but like now it's like oh you think this well i hate you like yeah. i don't want to have anything to do with you yeah. I don't fuck yeah. with you now. It's so Elijah, preconceived notions. Yeah. Definitely. Elijah, do you ever feel like America will be what it once was? Or do you feel like it's turning a new direction? Is that underrated, overrated, or the shits? <laughs> Fair is the shits. <laughs> I feel like it definitely won't ever be what it was. But that... It's hard to put whether that's a good or a bad thing, though, because I feel like there is a lot of good in saying that it won't ever be what it was, because we've progressed, that means, in a lot of positive directions, but also things are a little shittier than ever before in other aspects. Like, just the world in general, physically, is shittier than it was whenever I was a kid. (laughs) Okay. Like everything's just broken. Yeah, everything's <laughs> a little more run down and it's just going to continue getting that way. So in that way, I would say, shit. <laughs> but there's a lot of positive, too. Okay, Tim, what about you, baby? Um, I mean, I think a lot of the... Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of the events that we've experienced, both with... Um, Something as recent as like January 6th last year or um, 9-11 or the war in between then, like with Iraq. I think a lot of things have have altered and, you know, shape-shifted like our perception of of like what it means to be going to war if it's necessary, like, or, you know, how, how powerful the military ought to be or how much defense like we need. But at the same time, I understand like why 
there's a case for us needing to stay the superpower because we, you know what I'm saying, we do help out a lot of people across the world. And I think the moment yeah. that that's not the case, a lot of people are in danger if we're the ones that are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying me personally, but obviously like our military, our government, you know, and sometimes it, it's easy to lose sight of like it feeling like it's they have it all together because you're like, Jesus Christ, like you base off of the headlines you see on social media and some of the you know, some of the opinions you see, and it's just like, can somebody just give us the facts of what's going on, not an altered fucking yeah. uh, perception or, or <laughs> leaning one way or another? Yeah. I just want to know what actually happened or what's actually going on. Yeah. But I also think this, is that it is different than we were kids, but, I mean, there's a good reason for that. Now we're opened up, we're older, we understand a lot more, we can see in between some of the lies and the deceit and the fucking hate and the just people being miserable just to... Be hateful and, uh, you know what I mean, all that. I think for the most part, humans, you know, like in Americans, like people try to be good, but it's it's so easy to let aspects of your journey, the way, uh, in, it, not in the least does the way you are raised matter yeah. whenever it comes to this, Literally. as we know, who you're raised around, what's perceived as normal. Maybe we're going to get the meow. Um What's perceived as normal, um, but I do think that, I mean, for better or worse, it has changed, but I think that's kind of the issue we're at now, is that are we changing at the adequate sort of uh, time as all these other things are changing? Because, I mean, we have to really, we have to kind of stay like with the times that we have. To, I think at the same time, the foundational, like the, the principles that America was built upon the, our Bill of Rights, our Constitution, like our rights we need to be able to retain because that's what makes this place different from the others. And that's why yeah. people want to say all the time, like, oh, we'll let them in. It's just like, well, why do you think they're coming here? Because of the opportunities that we're afforded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know it's easy to bitch about this and that. And I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination we're a perfect country. I don't think that exists anywhere. No. But... I mean, I think in the system that we have, I think we've done a fairly good job of managing it, especially if we can keep progressing forward and not backward. But it's crazy because even whenever you see, you know, like the left, like uh, assume all the the white, you know, like the White House, the Senate, Congress, like all the aspects, it's like, well, why still can you not get anything done? It's like, why, why are these things that should not be problems still issues? And, you know, not to get like sour on it or anything else, but it's... Even if we all agreed here, which would never happen anyway, not to be negative, (laughs) even if we all did, how hard it would be to get the rest of the world to align with those ideals and come together. It's hard to imagine because everybody has grown up in different circumstances. It's hard to imagine because everybody has dealt with different struggles. (coughs) I mean, people go to work in other countries if they even can work and like, you know, uh, they might get threatened to be killed every day. And, like, it's just, like, I'm just trying to have a life and, you know, do my shit. Like, here, I mean, there's some bad areas, of course, but you're allowed to pursue your passion. You're allowed to pursue anything you want to. The term you know of freedom like, is absolutely real. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you're allowed to, like, have those. And, like, I know, I know it's easy to get caught up in, like, the shit, but, like, we were so fucking lucky to be born here. So lucky to, you know what I'm saying, like, have the opportunity that a lot of people, like, don't get across the world. I mean, they, they never get to have a life, like, of sure. their own, of their choosing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just wish those things wouldn't get lost whenever, uh, 
because like you know what Elijah was saying people like as soon as they see you have one opinion on something else they affiliate you with the enemy and they're like oh that piece of shit said this he must agree with everything they say or she or whatever and it's like most people are are not that like do you have no depth it's not that simple you know what I mean it it just it isn't it's most people have a mixed set of principles a mixed set of ideals and we don't even know who's right who's wrong. I mean, we might know on Judgment Day, our last day on Earth, whenever, whenever that's fucking it. But at the end of the day, it's just an opinion. It's, and an opinion yeah. is based off of an emotional feel. Yeah. Who says your emotion is that's, what's absolutely that's correct? That's why the emotion you elicit, that's why what you say and what you do matters. It all fucking comes full circle. Yeah. Words mean everything! <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, hopefully that answered yes, sir. the question. <laughs> Thank you for having us, man. Um, you guys getting ready? The old. Did you have anything else you want to throw out there? Anybody? Any anything you want to so say? Right. I mean, there's. Yeah, no, I was gonna no, say I any topic. any topics before topic. before we do our closing. Okay, everything. okay. It's gonna be kind of cliche, but I want to know because I'm sitting in a room full of guys, educated guys, nevertheless, intelligent guys, awesome guys. Well-rounded guys, knowledgeable guys, open-minded guys, and I want to state all of that, and I truly mean that from the bottom of my heart. Women's professional wrestling. Well, I guess I'll have to answer this one. Hmm. <laughs> and not me. I'll clarify. Not okay. me. Okay. Answer on that. So let me start as a professional wrestler inside, you know, the guts of professional wrestling because I am a professional wrestler I see things that the average fan or what we put in quotes normal people don't see um, so women in general I think in life go through a lot more than men will ever experience physically mentally and even emotionally at times um, women and professional wrestling, it's almost like it's on steroids. If you think about Barry Bonds, think about him on steroids versus when he was on normal, you know, Barry Bonds versus Mark McGuire. Hey, Mark McGuire didn't need steroids. He was an absolute stud in high school and in college. Women, women are steroids versus men. They are the draw. People come to see women wrestle. If it wasn't for women, us men, male, figuratively and physically speaking, wouldn't mean absolute shit. Women are the ones who give birth, which is you, you, me, me. physically, <laughs> and even the female. <laughs> Sometimes I think she's an alien. <laughs> no, 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 no. But seriously, seriously. I, I can't put into words how grateful I am for females in professional wrestling and in, you know, normal life. Um, females, in my opinion, in wrestling are the greatest thing since, you know, shit coming out of your ass. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I didn't necessarily I see that. 
An explanation oh, on how you draw lines from these. <laughs> I mean, I get what you mean on the sense that it feels alright. It feels pretty good. Hey, but I didn't see that turn in that direction at all. How do you live life without taking a poopy? <laughs> <laughs> You don't! That's how you die! <laughs> you get some good feeling poops occasionally, you know? You no, think women's wrestling would be even better than that. Elijah, what do you gotta say? <laughs> women in professional wrestling. Women. I mean, modernly, like from probably like 2015 okay. on, like, yeah. the matches they've put on, it's been like. Some of the most, like, honestly, especially in, like, WWE facets and AEW, too, like, they put on some of the most impressive matches on a lot of the shows, like, honestly, because they've been given the platform to do so now. Like, growing up, you know, it was not like that, honestly. Like, the Divas division and, like, even before that, like, it was, like, the Kelly Kellys and stuff like that where you had to look a certain way and then your matches were three and a half minutes long and nobody really cared it was mainly about the entrance like if you were able to you know like dip low in your shorts getting into the ring that was that was <laughs> yeah, the draw people were like oh hell yeah it's the yeah. truth but like that's now it's like they're putting some real physicality into it oh yeah and, like, i mean really look at savannah stone for instance <laughs> said, not jesus me. christ we said not me we said not me like, <laughs> oh, look, look at some of the like even the 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 hardcore matches that yeah. like brit baker and thunder rosa are having yeah. like AEW and shit i'm like jesus christ they're like fucking tearing True. the house down and shit True. and they're like featured in prominent like main event spots, oh, like yeah. regularly on Rampage, yes. on Dynamite, you know, like all the time now. Yeah. And it's just like, and you know, like even using Brit as an example again, the DMD thing, like all the shit she's gotten over, that's is as over as a lot of anything else that's on the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Still, even even if she's a heel, like people are still behind her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they can tell the work she's put in, and she's a dentist at the same time. It's like I can't even imagine how fucking hard all that is. <laughs> Uh, and she's just, you know, in one of them. And, like, somebody else, like, I can say, I mean, uh, like, Charlotte. Yeah. Like, how far oh, she's yeah. come. Like, not to, not to like, rip her apart or anything on her, like, mic work. But, like, whenever she first entered and everything right. in, like, 2013, 14, 15, I was, like, I was a little cringe at parts because I, I didn't believe her. I didn't believe Feeling. that she believed what she was saying. And now she's one of the very best on the fucking show. Vicious, yeah. Yeah, and oh, I'm, yeah. like, Jesus. Thank and, like, you. She knows how to get out even when her people do the stone cold thing. What? What? And then not yeah. listen to the damn thing you're saying. She figured out a way to get out of that yeah. because she figured out things to say that they get her so much hate. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, like she's gotten so good. Yeah. And uh and it's and it has been. It's the whole division's grown like yeah. so much since the mid two thousands. And like, yeah. you know, that transferred to everywhere else, which in turn transferred to like all the independents and everywhere you know, everywhere uh, that they wrestle, everywhere there's a presence. Yeah. And women's wrestling has really never stopped growing since then. Exactly. Um, I feel like it's honestly in that aspect, probably a little underrated, just because I feel like people don't like if they didn't really like pay attention or watch earlier on like in the 90s early 2000s or before that even like they didn't see what it came from you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah. they didn't yeah. see like what it used to be compared to the shit what they're putting on now, now. Yeah. like oh yeah i think just to add a little bit to that for a female side 
Um, with everything that these guys said, um, I'm not going to add my opinion. I'm going to add what I feel like we should do next because I think these guys hit it home when it comes to um, the, the opinion side of things, in my opinion. So, um, women, you guys heard it right here. Like, it's, it's the impact that we've made is so freaking important, amazing. It's, it's a beautiful thing in terms of growth. Um, our work is not done, in my opinion. It's not done. It's not done. We have to make sure that we are accepting of critiques. We have to make sure that we are accepting of growth. We have to make sure that we are accepted, accepting in how we look um, versus the way that we want to look versus the way that we should look. Um, those are all different, different aspects, different things. Finding our message. Um, all of you guys hit home, whether it's the way that the, the, the females wrestled and they growed, whether it's the way that they talked and growed, whether it's from when it was back then compared to, to now. Um, finding the message. We, we talked about some of the, the great Stone Cold. All of these, guys, all of these people, um, they found their message and they ran with it. They found the character and they ran with it. Um, women, we got to do that. We got to, we got to find that, you know, Charlotte was a perfect example of someone who was trying to figure out the message in my opinion mm -hmm. and found it along the way and now has grasped onto it and clung onto it by, by its yeah. freaking throat, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think those are the things that we do in order to become main event material in order to become, you know, uh, different styles of fight, whether you want that vicious fight, whether you want that pretty fight, whether you just want that storytelling fight to reach all those different layers and to get the audience to feel something. So I think it is underrated, not because of what you guys said, but because of what us as women have to do now because we've reached the level of what all of you guys think. Yeah. So that's my topic. <laughs> No. Yeah, it's honestly too like it's uh, it speaks volumes that it didn't. Now they they're like accepting of all different types of women, like yeah. they are men in yeah. wrestling too. And you don't have to be like, and not saying that there isn't still and it's a bad thing, but you don't have to be a Kelly Kelly to make right. it. Like you yes, can, sir. you can bring. It's more about what you bring to the ring and like what your character is, which is which is okay. Have been. Which is okay to look that way, yes, but yeah. probably not realistic if you have, you know, 20 girls on your roster and the 20 girls that are on your roster all look a certain way. Yeah. You know, that's not real. That's Diversity not... is real. Exactly. America, yeah. USA is real. We have diversity in our we, states. We wouldn't be at all what we are without it. Exactly. No. That's literally Especially how everybody learns. That's how everybody learns and grows. That's it was the you know that was one of the the principles. That was one of the things that fucking made it what it is, and like it's it's easy to think like otherwise. Like if you're if you're born you know at a certain time and everything, but it's it's just it's never stopped changing like changing and evolving. And like I mean, like as we've talked about the whole podcast, like growth is. It's a pretty much always good. Like, whenever yeah. you have to fucking, you have to go through all these things, you know what I mean, to get where yeah. you want to be. And, like, now that they are, like, taking that seriously and stuff, it's, those those aspects should not even matter. It's, like, the, the men, the women, whoever's up there, it's the story, no matter, you know what I'm saying, no matter who 100%. it is, the shit, that is kind of what matters, the baseline. It's, like, what are you doing? Are you doing everything to best, you know, to the best of your ability? Is this 
one of the most interesting things going on in the show. Are you the you know are you the draw? Doesn't matter who you are and what your place yeah. is on the roster. Are you? You know what I'm saying? Are you yep. doing everything you can do to make this the best it can be? Exactly. AKA I mean? your job. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, your job. I mean, in like no matter what your place is, that it, it shouldn't come at the expense of a lack of effort, no matter where you are. Nothing. Anybody like- can have the best match in the card. You know what I mean? Anybody can be can stick out to somebody more than anything. Like everybody wants that moment when the show's over and they're like, "Fuck, that's what I remembered." Well, and that's why I say, and this is going to sound really harsh, and I, I guarantee if you ask any any woman wrestler on here, um, you know, in in this area or even out of this area, they'll say they'll, they'll agree with me here. I would rather have an amazing show with no female wrestling mm-hmm. if it's the drizzling shits, because. It's not a good representation. It's not building the platform that so many women have literally risked their bodies to build and continue to grow. I would rather have no representation of a woman's match if it is the drizzling shit, seriously. As harsh as that sounds. What I want is, even if it's only one match on the card, I'd rather have one freaking amazing, fantastic, go-out woman's match that proves and grows women's wrestling, grows professional Mm -hmm. wrestling as a whole. And I think that's something that today as workers, as fans, and as bookers and promoters, we got to think of. We can't just promote, oh, well, this is hot. Oh, well, this is on right now. Oh, well, this is popular right now. Yes, all those things are important because it's a business, but also what's going to grow this business? What's going to make this business last? What's going to change this business? You know, what's going to make this business dare I say, original, as hard as that might be. And I think those are um, things together as, as, as um, like I said, as bookers, as fans, and as promoters and workers as a whole, we got to start thinking about, and in life. A freaking man. No, that's the absolute truth. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Did you... Uh, I mean, you know, like I had a couple, how are you guys on, you need to bounce on Probably soon. Uh, well, fuck. I mean, we've had some. Yeah, it was some, it was deep. Some it was deep, good. Yeah, some <laughs> deep. Yeah, life discussion on this, uh, regardless. <laughs> and uh, I mean, hopefully, we all come out of it thinking about like even what we talked about. I I can't even say enough about how like how much it meant. You know, our whole story and everything bringing us all back together yes. in this situation. You know what I'm saying? I think there's yeah. a reason for it. I think. I think everybody we meet everything we go through like has its place in our lives and more than not it was something like whether we realize it at the time or not it was something that was necessary to get us to where we need to be Absolutely. um we're in each other's lives for a reason you know what i'm saying we like we we use our experiences and the things that we learn like to come apart we come back together like true friends true family true people that you know share something will always do i think no matter where life takes every one of us, no matter yeah. what we do. Um, and I think, uh, I mean, I, I don't think you should underestimate your value, whoever you are. I think everybody can affect somebody else. You know, at the very least, one other person. Yeah. Um, I think everybody does, regardless and I, if they know it or not. Oh, know? yeah. And I don't, I don't think any moment of that should be taken for granted because, like, the fact that... You know, I like I live through like what you know, not to you know, 
go into all but just like that I lived through what I lived through like I went to Florida I went to California like I came back here I've now been back here for several years you guys went out to California like you came back to visit and stuff you worked another match in the Midwest like for the Mm -hmm. first time in three years Mm -hmm. like everything's happening being orchestrated for a reason like where our life path is being laid out like as we speak like it never stops and like it never should stop because guess what there's always more ground to break there's always more experiences to be had and however long is however long we have and all we can do is is make what we can out of the time that we have and that we have left like the only thing you can change you can't do anything to alter what's happened in the days prior figuratively and literally like the days the weeks the you know the months the years you can't do anything to change what's already happened mm-hmm. but you can change your attitude and you can change hey. and you can change how you proceed forward Hey, and I mean that—that's what matters at the end of the day. Like, and so every moment, like, you know, like I said, I'm like, it's—I don't—I think it's really important, especially now, like that. Some of the things like I've been through, I'm like, I think it's important, like that I uh, that I don't take my second chance for granted. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people didn't even get that. A lot of people were lost way too young for so many more bullshit fucking reasons that you wish never had happened. But there's not much we can do. Like, you know what I'm saying? We keep on we keep on going. We live for those people. Yes, sir. And uh, you know, I mean we do everything we can do to make life a more enjoyable and a better experience for ourselves and uh, everybody around us. Hundred percent. Yeah. I agree so, with that. Here to make people feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which hopefully this podcast is done at some I'm point. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's no exception changing podcast. I feel nothing. Are we the drizzling shit? Um, I want to give this moment any final. Well, unless you have anything to add, I mean, you can add whatever you want. But if you guys have any message you want to put on display for everybody listening, here's your your final moment to do so. You can do whatever you want. You can say whatever you want to. Um, Promote whatever you want. Yeah. Put whatever message you want. You want out there. Understand that if you're after something that you desire, something that you feel like you were born for, don't stop, don't quit, don't hesitate, make the absolute shit out of whatever you're chasing, even if you're questioning it. If you're questioning it, you're already halfway there. Pull the trigger. I plead you. I beg for you. I pray for you. Pull the fucking trigger. You only have one shot at what we call life. Don't make it the drizzling shits. <laughs> make it yours. Yeah. Savannah? Um, I would say urge yourself to open up your mind to understand that good and bad are just perceptions off of a reality that we all look at and a reality that we all study and the key word being study which means we all 
take that in differently. We all see that differently. And what that what I'm trying to say is good and bad is just an opinion. More so the unknown is really is really what comes down to it. I mean, your message could be good to one, your your message could be bad to another. Um your message is unknown until it reaches the ear, the ears of the viewer. It's unknown. Then it becomes known. Whether it was good to people, whether it was bad to others. So what I'm trying to say is a piggyback off of what Brady, what off everyone here has said, get it out there. Release whatever it is you have to release out into this universe. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, I know that's crazy to say, even if it's bad. I know we've talked a lot of positive here, but my character as Savannah Stone is a very dark, complex, vicious, mean, cruel, narcissistic, condescending, territorial character. And that needs to get out there in the world. That needs to be understood because if that can be understood, it can turn into a good thing because once you understand it, you understand what you're feeling. And once you understand what you're feeling, you can then understand what you need. And once you understand what you need, you can then understand what you need to go for. And once you understand what you need to go for, you can then chase after it. And once you understand what you need to chase after, you can then go after it. And once you go after it, you freaking get it. And once you get it, you're happy. And once you're happy, you've lived life. You become a mortal. You fulfilled your purpose. You fulfilled yeah. your purpose. And so the unknown... Don't be fucking scared of it. Don't fucking fear it. Go after it. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's negative, whether it's positive, just fucking do it. Nike, just fucking do it. Take risks. <laughs> it never never stops taking risks. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like you you gotta eclipse to the next epoch of, of your life, of your life story. And you never know where that's gonna take you, where it's gonna lead. And for you guys it took you back here yes. with us right now in this yeah. moment and on a night that we've had one of the deepest conversations we've probably ever had on this podcast. <laughs> oh, probably overall, like the whole way yeah. through, it was pretty damn deep. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, I love you both. Um, thank I you. Love you. I love you guys. Love you. Podcast. Yeah, for you guys coming on. Um, your words meant a lot to me. Uh, it's it's you know it's easy to get caught up in the uh, the thick of things sometimes and like forget about you know some of the people that helped shape us into like who we are. But you know for better or worse like we all you know came together came back together and stuff for a reason i think like everybody stays in you know in touch for a reason and uh look how it was whenever we did like it's you know it's just like it ever was like we're, yeah. you know i mean if not like now we have so much growth to to bring out there together while we are apart because of the things that we have experienced yes yes um and that's everything yes you know? so Anybody wants to have any final words, you can have the chance because I think we're going to call it a day. Speak now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> you guys can you imagine? <laughs> somebody, we were talking about that the other day, like right before somebody gets married, somebody actually is like, I object! Like, everybody flew here, everybody spent and you're going to fucking say that you are not okay with it. Life sucks! I bet you die!
<laughs> so like, what would they really do? They would just be like, okay, <laughs> sit down. Proce- we're going to proceed. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Alrighty, ladies Anyways, and gentlemen. top two. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And this is the final one in the apartment. This is the third episode, or this is the three-year anniversary of casting the spotlight. And you guys, Thank you so you guys much for having so me. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back soon. We hope everybody has a great week. Uh, take care of yourselves and each other. Um, hopefully you, you know, you listen to some of the words that we spoke today. Thanks. It meant something <laughs> to you. Yeah, and you can take some there's quite a few quite a few in there so um we will be back soon we hope everybody has a uh, a great time moving forward take care of each other all right till next time oh, fuck,